Chapter 7 Shri Sai Satcharita Chapter 7 is an interesting chapter wherein many aspects of Baba's life during his early days in Shirdi are described Here Dabalkar talks about his yogic practices of Khanda Yoga Dotipoti and Samadhi how he regurgitated out his intestines washed them thoroughly and swallowed them then dabulkar says how he baffled people by his looks and demeanor and nobody could comprehend whether he was a hindu or a muslim as baba was way beyond this he was the supreme parabrahma baba in those early times was well known as a hakim he would collect many indigenous plants make a poultice of it and use it to cure many diseases once a devotee came to him as a last resort for some inflammation of his eyes baba took some biba and placed them on the eyes and bandaged it tightly the next day the bandages were taken off and the eyes irrigated with plenty of water and the inflammation was gone he also cured leprosy and often times his merciful gaze made many people hale and hearty the main leelas in this chapter are about his intense mercy when he put his hand into the raging dunibai and saved the life of the blacksmith's baby who inadvertently fell into the furnace how baba compassionately took upon himself the bubonic plague of balwant khaparde and saved him from death now i shall describe a little about baba's yogic practices and what we can learn from it khandana and mandana yoga this is an ancient practice usually performed by aghoris where the practitioner cuts his limbs with a cleaver and throws them into a roaring fire for about 12 hours and these limbs are regenerated and good as new this practice is not advocated for any devotee to do physically however a devotee can do it mentally that is the same concepts are applied to the mind and one is able to create and recreate a completely new personality of himself thus the false personality which comes from assumptions judgments desires lust and greed begin to be deconstructed once we begin the process of mental khandana or cutting off the unwanted parts and throwing them into dunimai then the false personality is deconstructed then begins the process of mandana or reconstruction of the whole new personality of ourselves so if you really want to understand who you are and you want to dream desire and live your life to the fullest you need to do the process of mental khandana and mandana yoga the question is how do we do it 
find a spot facing east and sit in front of Baba's picture or idol. Sit down, close your eyes, let your memories, dreams and thoughts fade away. Breathe in and breathe out steadily. Then, ask Baba for guidance. Slowly, your life will begin the process of deconstructing your false personality and creating a whole new one. Dauti or the process of self-cleansing. Baba regurgitated his intestines, washed it and swallowed it. From this, we can learn to regurgitate our vicious tendencies, jealousies, backbiting and malice and do the internal cleansing process of ourselves. So, we can become better devotees of Baba. The Charitra is a guide for us in this process. Even if we take one pearl at a time, like not to slander and inculcate it into our lives, it would be great and we would become better devotees. The main Leela in this chapter is Baba's infinite compassion, where he willingly burns his hand to save the blacksmith's child who fell into the furnace and to take upon himself the bubonic plague that affected Balwan Kaparde. Now, I shall narrate the incredible seva that Bagoji Shinde performed for his Sadguru. Bagoji Shinde's Seva In Chapter 7, Baba puts his hand in the raging Dhunimai and pulls out the blacksmith's child who inadvertently fell into the furnace. This wonderful Leela happened on Dhanteras in the year 1910. The child was held at the mother's waist while she was working the bellows. Upon hearing her husband call, she hurriedly turned around and the child slipped and fell in. Baba took up the karmic effects of the child on himself and burnt his hand. However, when he cooked for the devotees and used his bare hands to stir the boiling mita chawal around, there was not a trace of burn or scalding on his arms. Bhagoji Shinde was given the honour of massaging it with ghee and placing nagli, a type of beetle leaf, on it and bandaging it daily. Right from biblical times, people with leprosy are treated like the scourge of society. Although it is a disease like tuberculosis, Often, they are spat upon and even lynched and stoned to death. Even today, people are afraid to touch a person with leprosy. But worst of all, they are called lepers and usually confined to small cots and have to beg for a livelihood. Bhagoji Shinde and Baba had deep Rinanabandik ties. Baba had him as a constant companion when he suffered from a debilitating disease like leprosy called black leprosy. Unfortunately, very little is known about him and his family. The elder brother, Ragoji, says, 
Once Bagoje was suffering from high fever and was at death's door. Baba came to our home. He branded Bagoje with a hot iron rod on the back and temple and he recovered soon thereafter. It is said that once Baba asked Bagoje to ask for a boon of being cured of his leprosy. However, Bagoje said, I am not concerned about my physical appearance or my disease, but I would like you to grant me this wish, which is that I be allowed to be with you at all times and I be allowed to come to the Dwarkamai whenever I want. And Baba granted him this wish. Thus, Bagoji was the first person to enter the Dwarkamai early in the morning when Baba sat in front of Dunimai and massaged his burnt hand. After doing his seva, he would prepare Baba's chilim for him and they would smoke it together. And only after Bagoji left were the other devotees allowed to come up. This seva he did without fail until Baba's Mahasamadhi in 1918. Bagoji had the good fortune of holding the ornamental umbrella of Baba when he went to Lendibag. Thus, Baba immortalized him because he is seen in the photograph standing behind Baba holding the umbrella. And when the devotees see that photo years later, they will remember him. There are many lessons that can be learnt from the life of this remarkable devotee. Bagoji had transcended body consciousness. He was the least concerned about how he looked. He had lost most of the fingers of his hands and also a part of the nose and the nose is the most prominent feature of the face. Although his body oozed pus and blood that was foul-smelling, he was not concerned about the sneers or the disgusted looks that the others gave him, nor did the unkind words of people have an effect on him. This is a state of complete sit-pragnya or equanimity. He was determined to do seva for the Sadguru, come what may, and he persevered. Never once did he fail to come to massage Baba's burnt hand, regardless of the bitter cold or the torrential rains. This is Dridda Buddhi. In the Navvidya Bhakti, Bhagoji is an apt example of Dasya, or doing all kinds of seva for the Sadguru. Bhagoji had surrendered totally to Sadguru's feet and thus he was able to soak up Baba's divine energy by being in his presence and also being able to touch him. And Baba transferred his divine energy to Bhagoji Shinde's very soul. Now I shall narrate a few Leelas where Baba even after his Mahasamadhi continues to take the illnesses of his devotees on himself. Leela Baba takes the illness of his devotee on himself. 
1958, Baba initiated Kadam to chant his mantra. The mantra was Om Rem Shri Sai Om. This is a beach and Brahma mantra, and he chanted it a million times. Kadam states, At Pune, I started chanting my mantra continuously day and night. This was followed by a lot of physical problems like palpitation and constriction of the chest. I got myself examined by a cardiologist who did the full cardiology workup and numerous tests, but every single test came back normal. Finally, the doctor told me that my problem was possibly psychological. Then I told him everything and he wrung his hands and said, This is inexplicable. Then all the symptoms suddenly subsided and I felt calm. And again I started my rigorous chanting. My wife, Mai, also got severe cramps in both her legs and the pain was unbearable. So I got her examined by Dr. Choudhury. an orthopedic surgeon he informed us that surgery would be required and the right foot would be an inch shorter than her left foot that night baba appeared in my dream and stood at the foot of the bed he lifted his kafne up to his knees and i could clearly see that both his feet were swollen when mai got up the next morning her pain had disappeared completely this leela was taken from sai prasad magazine 1998 deepavali issue leela number 2 the compassionate baba the sky is overcast the clouds will burst and pour forth rain and the skies will clear why fear said baba to lakshmi bai kapade when her son balwan suffered from bubonic plague then baba lifted his kafni and showed the bubos that he had taken upon himself this is a similar leela dina ben alvia a pasi lady and her family were devoted to baba Some years ago her small children contracted an extremely virulent form of measles. The two younger children were infected. Now all three of her children were extremely ill. The fever was dangerously high and she was at her wits end. One afternoon Dina Ben was seated at the bedside praying fervently to Baba. and begging him for their recovery suddenly she was dazzled by a brilliant light and in the light she saw baba in a soothing compassionate voice he said do not worry your children will be all right soon it was then that she saw him clearly and was stunned by what she saw baba revealed his body and his whole body was covered with the malignant rash of measles that evening the fever subsided and soon the children recovered fully after this miracle dina ben's faith 
increased by leaps and bounds. This Leela is taken from the spiritual symphony of Sri Sai Samartha of Shirdi. Leela number three. The foot of Baba's idol breaks and Megha is cured. One bleak evening, Megha Kharkare developed a high fever with chills and rigor. She covered herself and tried to sleep, but sleep had forsaken her. It was her habit to apply Udi every night to her forehead and her body and then sleep. She got up and did this routine and chanting Baba's name went to sleep. The next morning she still had fever and it had failed to come down the entire day. Her family was persistently asking her to be checked by a doctor. She had more faith in Baba's Udi than any doctor on earth. Finally, she gave in to their wishes and got her checkup done, and she agreed to take the medicines. She took the Udi first, followed by the medicines. However, the fever raged on relentlessly. At about 9 pm, she had an excruciating pain in her left leg. She wanted to drink some water as she was extremely thirsty. But she could not get out of bed and did not want to wake anybody. So she just went back to sleep. After some time, the pain became unbearable. So she tried to get up and have a drink of water. As soon as she placed her foot on the floor, she couldn't bear any weight on it. Then she finally slept soundly. The next morning, she woke up feeling better. She wasn't feverish, nor was her foot hurting. Her granddaughter came running to her, screaming, Granny, look at what happened to Baba's foot. Slowly, she got out of bed and went to the room where Baba's idol was kept. The left foot of the idol had broken at the knee. Mega had recovered from her illness, and Baba, in his compassion, had taken her illness upon himself. Silently, she prayed to the idol for the last time and thanked him for his kindness. Then she placed the broken idol in a bag and immersed it in a well in her yard. Baba, the omnipresent, omniscient, takes the prarabdha of his devotees on himself. This Leela was taken from Sai Prasad Magazine, 1993, Deepavali issue. And this concludes the commentary on the chapter. Om Sai Ram.